Hello, hello, this is Laura Camacho from Exonian Institute, and this is episode 25 of the Speak Up podcast, where we tell you the things that nobody else is telling you about how to make your career move forward faster. And this is one of my favorite topics. The title is Be So Ridiculous They Can't Ignore You. And I'm talking about a communication strategy. When attention is scattered, which means always, you need creativity and persistence to get the message out. Sometimes you just need ridiculous as a communication strategy. Sometimes trying to get your team to buy in on something feels like like there's something in the air that actually keeps them from hearing what you're saying, but they pretend to listen because you're the boss and they like you. Or it can feel like a black mirror episode where you've said something thousands upon thousands of times and yet they still ask you if the tip sheet template is in the tip sheet folder on SharePoint, for example. The thing is, people actually have to remember what you've communicated before they comply. Ridiculous can work as a communication strategy because it helps things stick to the brain. So at this summit, this conference I went to called the Southern Sea, that was in February. It was is a conference for Southern creative business owners. Lots of fun. And I was bouncing in my seat with excitement because Elizabeth Mayhew was going to talk about her career path. She was phenomenal, which by that I mean enthusiastic and helpful as a speaker. She is now the brand editor for Reese Witherspoon Southern-inspired brand called Draper James and contributes regularly to the, the Today Show and the Washington Post. So she's a big deal. And she knows the power of ridiculous. Way back in the year 2000, she used it to win over the role of editor of the then new magazine, Real Simple. I mean, probably you know that magazine. It's just amazing. Uh, It was launched by Time Magazine in 2000, uh, but it was really the brainchild of someone from the Martha Stewart Magazine. But the point was to put out a lifestyle magazine uh, that was not like the other ones, cluttered, unremarkable, and failing. Ridiculous as a communication strategy. So to communicate what she would do with this new magazine, this is we're talking about here, Elizabeth Mayhew, uh, Real Simple asked her to do a mock-up cover and some articles that would represent her vision. But instead, Mayhew opted for Ridiculous. She actually went to the trouble to convert her own New York apartment into what was her vision for this magazine. First of all, Elizabeth had to convince this person who would eventually be her boss to actually visit her apartment instead of reading something that she was she would bring her. So she set out this mise en place, or that's a professional cooking term. That means that you set out all the ingredients and everything you need to cook something before you start cooking it. So she set everything out to make a quick bread. And then she actually showed this potential boss, Susan Weiland, how easy it was to make this bread, actually mixing the ingredients in front of her. She also demonstrated three different variations of the recipe and actually, of course, had a loaf ready for her to taste and she organized her own closet to show a real simple uncluttered color coordinated closet to inspire readers 
She brought in flowers to elevate the look of her apartment. She spent actually quite some money and she put a lot of time to pull all this together. That's actually a great example of having skin in the game. She went to this ridiculous extreme in creativity and resourcefulness and work to share her vision of what this new publication would look like. Soon afterwards, she would have to resort to ridiculous again to get her new editorial team on board with her vision because this had not existed before. And she did so by creating a checklist for each article. Mayhew said it was like the AA 12-step program list of rules. Her checklist of rules, unlike those for recovering alcoholics, spelled out what was expected to communicate this vision for the new magazine. For example, one rule is that everything had to be easy for the reader. And as you can imagine, if you sometimes making things easy for other people like end users actually means a lot more work for you. So communicate ridiculous in a 12-step program. She made this list of rules to spell out who they were as a team and the vision for the publication. I asked her how it was in getting the new team aligned with her vision. She attributes her success to this checklist, but also to the endless repetitions of those rules throughout all possible communication channels. So here are some ways you can embrace ridiculous as a communication strategy. Come up with your own 12-step list of rules for your team, or maybe just five rules. What are you about? How do you want everyone to show up? What does your team as an amazing success actually look like? Put the list everywhere and comply with all the rules yourself. Another thing you can do, communicate through an unexpected channel. Answer email with a phone call. Just walk into someone's office. Write it in a letter. Or be ridiculous in showing your team how much you care for and appreciate each person. Bring in a local celebrity to help you communicate your message. That always gets attention. Local sports teams and politicians are somewhat easy sources for quote-unquote famous folks. A low-cost alternative to this is to bring them in through video or get a C-suiter into your team meeting. Make up your own song or just change the words to a popular song to communicate your message and then sing it. Wear something unusual. I'm talking about your clothes. Now, don't be inappropriate, uh, but I have silver booties myself for these occasions. Along this same line, you can use unexpected props. In my case, I have a f- actual dial telephone from Soviet-era Ukraine that I got on X- Etsy. Get t-shirts made with the message and give them to your team. So when I say ridiculous, it means surprising or unexpected in a good way, not in our Kardashian way. By Kardashian, I mean showy or ostentations. Human brains really crave positive, unexpected events and experiences. Think about the last time you were wild with customer service. In a different context... Anthony Hopkins was so over-the-top successful in playing the monster Hannibal Lecter. Remember that? I didn't see the movie. I just can't bear to see it. But I know about this character, Hannibal Lecter. Hopkins played the opposite of what everyone expected for an evil cannibal. And so Hopkins advises aspiring actors, play the opposite of what's expected. Now that's ridiculousness at its finest. 